This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Fry yay. And it's the day that even in lockdown, my mum will ring me up and say, just ring in to see what you're doing this weekend. Nothing, mum. <laughs> Again, it's a lockdown. <laughs> Nobody's doing anything. So it's Fry Yay on our Your Harrogate podcast. This is podcast number 21. And thank you so much for listening. It's really lovely to have you with us today. Our sponsors, Hacks, Hacks Construction, are on board with us. Mark and all the team at Hacks, which is fab. And they are great supporters also of Harrogate International Festivals. And today's guest from the festivals talking everything from Christmas lights to Fuston Reservoir to The Crown, please welcome Sharon Canavar. Very good morning to Sharon Canavar. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, thanks. You've cheered me right up with our little preemptive chat before we went into this. I'm feeling full of energy and ready to go now. Thanks for that. Well, we're on a, we're on a very, very, a very tight deadline because I've got uh, Steph Moon uh, straight after this and you've got to get on as well. But so far we have covered um, <laughs> an app called Reface, which I've been on, where you can put your face onto like the Spice Girls or Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Who would you put your face on, though? If you were going to choose someone and say, actually, this is the embodiment of, you know, me, Nick Hancock, who would you choose? Well, I've got to be honest with you. What is quite depressing about it, I'll be honest, from from my point of view is this app is called Reface. And when I put my face on most famous actors from famous scenes, they just look uglier. You know, so... There was, I, I did uh, Joey and Friends. I did. Um, You've got a look at Joey and Friends about you, though. You could totally do that. No, it, it seemed to work when it was Chandler, a bit more sort of squishy face. <laughs> and um, I, but I did actually. I thought I made quite a good Emily in Paris. I don't know if you've seen that. I still haven't seen that. I don't think I've got the brain power to get into it yet. I have oh, to say. Emily, Emily in Paris, it's very, even, do you know, I phoned my mum the other day and she was watching it. God knows how my mum has found it. But, but anyway, she was quite, oh, very, very I'm, light, very light, very silly, every, terrible reviews, but great telly. I'm in the midst of all the really terrible made for telly Christmas films at the moment, which are, they just give joy to my heart. But also The Crown is back as well. Have you started watching that? I've watched one so far. So good. So good. I keep shouting at the telly, don't do it. But yeah, it's so cleverly done. But anyway. It's, it's such an interesting, it is such an interesting sort of, with, with everything that we know now and also the fact that everything's still going on now about, about Princess Diana, but also the fact that clearly this sort of, you know, like the, the coldness in the royal family, that, that clearly has a massive part to play on what's happened to Harry and Meghan, doesn't it, as well? Like, there is so much to it that's fascinating. There's a real thing, though, because, it, you know, it's not fact and it's no. not bio, it, you know, but we have to remember it's fiction. And, you know, there's a whole element of what the royal family want us to see and what's behind the scenes. And we only have to look at how we're manipulated in the press uh, politically to how we're then manipulated about different personalities and what's really happening. And, you know, even on a very small scale, I'm pretty sure that people have an opinion of you because of your, you know, your personality and your jobs over the last few years. And people talk about it on Twitter and Facebook, you know, and I know it's the same for me. So imagine that on the scale 
that it is, whatever you might think about the royal family, I think you've still got to remember there's real people at the heart of this. Um, and, you know, I know there's, it's a really horrific, you know, story if you think about, you know, two young children losing their mother in the way that they did. But equally, um, the story that leads up to that, I'm not entirely sure is, is true, is fictionalised for television rather than, you know, uh, made more dramatic for television, maybe. The conversations, a bit like when you used to watch The Hills and they say, or Made in Chelsea, they say some of these, <laughs> some of these scenes have been reimagined. I mean, that, that, the conversations are all, is it Peter Morgan, the guy writes? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's imagining everything that's happening, isn't he? All the conversations are, and he's admitted this, he was in The Times saying it the other day. He's, he's imagining what a conversation goes like between Charles exactly. and Diana, but, but it's sort of, you could be, be forgiven for thinking it is fact, couldn't you? And I, I mean, I, I read that same article actually and was really interested by it because it is so close. And if you talk to any historian, they all say that, um, you know, there's the real, you know, there's, you know, one side of the other and the truth and, and, and it's where does that really end up? And I suppose because we're getting close to recent history and stuff that we all remember, it's a, you know, it's much more a discussion point. The first couple of series, I spent the whole time Googling who these people were and what happened yeah. to Princess Margaret and, you know, with Harwood down the road and the Lass the Lassells and all of those kind of connections and how does it all tie together. So the history there I was really interested in. I'm a little bit, I'm totally addicted, but I'm a little bit uncomfortable by the presentations in this particular series, I would it's say. More Dope now, isn't it? Whereas I, I, this is when, when you first watched The Crown and um, Ben, Ben, who I work with, hadn't seen it. And I said to him yesterday, oh, this is great for lockdown because those first couple of series, you're straight on Wikipedia or whatever, aren't you? After every episode, yeah, yeah. Did it actually happen. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and, and again, that sort of a, a kind of, you know, a version of Winston Churchill or whatever. It really works, doesn't it? Because because that, that's what makes it entertaining to watch, sort of believing that this character had all these, you know, flaws and was sort of trying to push the Queen into certain decisions and, and you know, ha had his own agenda. It's, it's really, really fascinating. It's funny reading the paper as, you know, there's sort of, there's, there's two versions and the truth of every story. With, yeah. with the Boris Johnson thing and the Dominic Cummings thing last weekend, there was, in the same article in the paper, I read... Um, one person said, um, Boris Johnson told these guys, get out, you're not welcome yeah. here. And then another version said, oh, we, we just had a laugh. We had a real good laugh about old times and then we left. <laughs> so it's like, what? So, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. I end up now in the morning, which probably doesn't do me any good, is to try and read a whole gamut of all the different papers, even international ones, you know, and then you go on Twitter for the real stories. And I can't, you know, you yeah. Mind it, but nothing's really true, is it? Did you think watching watching Donald Trump have COVID and then and then try and work out uh, watching the national news and then try and work out what is the truth? Don't don't the whole you know we're in this kind of if you think about it, in George Orwell's 1984 and the way we, all you can go down a massive kind of paranoia you know, manipulation thing about it, which isn't good for the soul, which is probably why we're all watching I'm a Celebrity and watching other people get manipulated into eating eyeballs and all the rest of it, because otherwise if you think about it too much, you just, it's not good for you at all. If, if I'm a Celebrity gets really good reaction, they'll never go back to Australia again, will they? It'll always be. That, exactly that last night, because actually, you know, there's lots, of, I mean, Wales, for a tourist board perspective, it, it looks absolutely phenomenal. You know, I went on the grimmest of, 
camps and all that sort of thing when I was growing up in Wales and I do not have the memories and then as a grown-up I'm thinking oh, I'd quite like to walk up that mountain it looks very pretty you know so it's good for them but I don't, I'm not sure they'll go back I wonder if it's cheaper to do if they don't have to fly everybody out to Oz and all the rest of it uh, yeah must I wonder I wonder if it if it might be cheaper I wonder I wonder if that castle is just a bit like Fountains Abbey or, or Coastal Abbey or somewhere that you just that you just normally could just walk around. And they I haven't googled that far actually. I was wondering that because it did look a bit, you know, made for telly last night in one of the shops that went across. But who knows? What do you think of the cast that they've got? It's it's really good. I mean, they, nobody they they um, it reaches a point, doesn't it, when they're getting on too well. So they obviously then have to like divide into two camps. They've got to create some sort of. And also, I think the hunger helps with. The hunger is real, isn't it? And I think that helps with affecting moods and stuff. Absolutely. I really like Victoria Derbyshire, but I thought she would have been, and I, I guess I just thought this because I've seen her on, on TV and listened to her on the radio. I thought she'd be a spikier person, but she's she's lovely. And um, yeah, I really like um, Liz MacDonald from Coronation Street as well, who's hilarious. It's, it's, a really, it's a really nice cast. Do you think Anton Deck will ever have to go on it one day you know when they're not famous anymore <laughs> <laughs> they did the eating challenge though didn't they i, I saw it on gogglebox or something it was just, and i had to leave the room because i really thought i was going to vom at one point it was that bad but you know it, it's quite an interesting cast and they've got new people coming in and like you say everyone's getting on a bit well but yesterday um with the two new uh people going and ruthie henshaw and what's his chops russell watson uh, going in you can see Shane was a little bit Shane Richard was a bit oh I don't like change it's quite interesting because you think these people they know what they're getting into there's new people that are going to get thrown in just like everybody else no one really likes change once everything's settled down you know and it was all it was all a bit oh this is how we do things and you couldn't believe after four days that that is that is a bit big brother isn't it like a yeah. look at human yeah. behavior oh we don't don't want new people coming into our clique <laughs> The What's Hot Guide with DoorsDirect.co.uk For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit DoorsDirect.co.uk Welcome to this week's What's Hot Guide with me, Ben Groom. Now, this guide would usually have a few tips on events and fun days out for your family, but with the current lockdown in place, we're looking at what's hot for you to get stuck into from the comfort of your own home. Now, in just over one week's time, on Monday, the 30th of November, Harrogate-based events company Impulse Decisions are launching their much-anticipated Shop Local event, which will be an online platform for businesses to list their products free of charge and allow local people across the area to shop local without leaving their homes. Now, the event will run for two weeks and will provide a one-stop shop for all types of products and will give an online marketplace for businesses, particularly those who don't usually sell online or are yet to dip into the world of e-commerce. There's more information on this on our website, but you can also find out more from Impulse Decisions via social media. And throughout lockdown number two, we've been trying to cheer you up with various competitions and giveaways and just trying to make as many of you a winner as we can. And in just one week from today, one of our biggest competitions to date will slam shut for entries. We teamed up with Doors Direct to offer a £2,000 wardrobe makeover with our lucky winner walking away with brand new sliding wardrobe doors designed and fitted by the team in January 2021. Now this is one of our highest value prizes yet and the competition closes for entries next Friday. So that's the 27th of November. So just head to yourharrogate.co.uk and click on win to get entered into the draw. 
And that's it for this week's What's Hot Guide. Be sure to check out our website for all the latest news, competitions and vouchers. And we'll be back next week to bring you some more of What's Hot during lockdown. The What's Hot Guide with doorsdirect.co.uk For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk So that's reality television, but we were just going to pick up on a couple of books um, that are out at the moment. Um, We have an event uh, on our website, which is absolutely free, with Simon Koenig, Harriet Tice, um, and a couple of other people on the panel. And it's all about how far would you go if something happened to you? And I guess it's a little bit like we've just talked about on I'm a Celeb. How far do you have to go? You know, what would you do? But this is in the context of you know a crime story. So if something gets taken away from you and to get that back and you're being controlled, what would you do to make sure that things go right and you get that person that you love back or that child that you love back? All of those stories. And it's about where's the line in terms of both writing that, but also in human behavior, how far would people go? you know to make things right again and so the panel's called price of life it's going up next week for free but actually if you go and look on our website now they've got um a couple of prologues and uh, a chapter one on some of those books so you can just get a taste for what it's all about so a bit of free reading go and have a look at that and the other book that is just out is val mcdermott's short stories val is writer uh, of wire in the blood a huge best-selling uh, crime fiction writer but short stories coming up to Christmas are something that I know lots of people are talking about because people are finding it quite difficult to concentrate on a full book and and they want to dip in and dip out of stuff. You know, there's a lot going on in their lives. So short stories are an ideal way to get into this and Val's new book is out now. Uh, so that's books, but I just wanted to return to Christmas a little bit. Have you seen the uh, Christmas decorations have gone up around Harrogate? Yeah, and 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 uh, the I tell you the bit that I really like outside the Victoria shopping centre is it, it's the cool. tunnel. Yeah, isn't that cool? It's so fab. When we were looking to choose them, um, I was lucky enough to write some of the brief for it and saying that we want to, you know, we want Instagrammable, but also something that's a little bit different. So, but the, the amount of kids and families that have seen, I've seen underneath there and changing it, it looks so pretty. But it, like, it looks better when the lights are on, but it, it is beautiful. It's a really good idea for something, you know, when all, all there is to do this weekend is go for a walk. Yeah. Um, that is a really good, I mean, that is a really good sort of entertaining thing. I, I, it, it used to be a little tradition, a sort of um, half past four on a, on a, November afternoon to go for a drive and see all the lights but obviously roads are quiet everywhere is quiet by that time of day it's such and and um you forget as well if you don't drive through Harrogate Town Centre you forget that even when it's not Christmas all the trees are are lit up as well and it does look great every night anyway but when the lights are on I mean it's um this 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 tunnel I mean you just you'd be like oh wow this is in Harrogate it's sort of it's got that kind of appeal to it hasn't it where it sort of just surprises you that we've got this in Harrogate I think. I know and I think it's one of those difficult things that normally people have all these traditions that they have at Christmas you know you take your kids to see the Santa wherever you do you know um, you go for your walk around the Christmas lights Christmas shopping carol singing all of those things aren't happening this year it's about making new traditions and I know there's been a bit of a thing about you know should we be putting lights up and driving people into town? But actually going for a walk is one of the things we can do. It's relatively safe because it's outdoors. Do it with your group that, you know, your family. And do you have a wander around and, you know, go down the bottom of Montpellier because there's lots of things going on down there in terms of lights and explore all these different bits of Harrogate with uh, some of the new lights that are up this year. But the other thing to remember, there is a, a Santa, COVID willing, um, 
he is coming to the Yorkshire Showground, so that's worth having a look at if you're thinking about something new to do with the kids. Um, and also just keep an eye out on the Harrogate Festival um, building as well, because there may even be a, a Santa post box if you want to post a letter to Santa and uh, some of your requests that's coming very shortly. So keep an eye out there for some more festive treats. That is very good. And from my experience last weekend, the other thing about this current lockdown is if you think it would be nice to go to a, a famous, uh, say, reservoir in, in, in Harrogate on a Sunday, you won't be the only person who's had that idea. We went two weeks ago and a parking warden clearly had a tip off and was ticketing <laughs> people because the car parks were so full and people were parked up on the on the. Never, seen, never seen anything like this though. It's carnage, isn't it? I think it's bonkers. We've all had the same idea. <laughs> everybody's everybody's had the same idea. Sharon, thank you very much for all of that. That is much appreciated and. Um, We'll, we'll keep an eye out for all of that stuff and we'll keep looking on the um, the HIF player as well because there's loads of good stuff, isn't there, going on that you've got on on there for people to enjoy in lockdown. Exactly, lots of free podcasts and stuff to get your teeth into. But no, thanks for cheering me up. You should be on prescription. It was uh, a great start today. Thanks, darling. I could actually talk to Sharon all day to be honest but it will be a very long podcast but Sharon will be back next week with us at your Harrogate and thank you Sharon very much for your time this week and thanks as well to our sponsors Hacks Hacks Construction and tomorrow on the Your Harrogate podcast it's a bit Saturday Kitchen-esque because we have superstar celebrity chef Steph Moon cooking up something amazing to fill your tummy on an autumnal day. I won't say any more than that. You'll have to join us tomorrow on the Your Harrogate podcast. In the meantime, have a lovely, lovely day and a lovely weekend.